0: Hi, it's Pete Norsted here and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focus on Football League 2 betting podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton and we've got five games to cover, but they're, well, I think in most of the games, there's something to play for.
1: Going to be a very, it might only be half a card, Pete, but I think you're going to have the full slate of action here. We've got five games and let me just double check, every single one of them has serious ramifications either at the top or the bottom of this League 2 table.
0: Right, uh, right. Let, let's get started then. Um, Newport versus Scunthorpe. Uh, recent head-to-heads: Newport are One. There's been no draws. Scunthorpe have not won. Uh, Newport. They've won their. Uh, they've. Um, their last nine home matches have been fairly sort of you know mixed. They've won three, drawn three, lost three. They come off a nil-nil uh, draw away from Exeter. home to bottom six sides. One four drawn, four lost two. They come up against the Scunthorpe side, who's whose form against the top half side isn't too bad. One four drawn, one lost five. However, they've come off a two-nil defeat at home to Walsall, and indeed they've lost their last four League Two matches. My ratings are suggesting Newport and Unders, but to be quite honest though, Scunthorpe's recent form has been very, very poor. And I can see the Newport getting the win here
1: we well, have seen in recent weeks Pete when teams have uh, or think they have nothing to play for away from home I'm thinking particularly of Barrow away at Orient when they have to make these long trips at this stage of the season against a focused team there's been pretty low levels of resistance in recent weeks and I I'm looking at this game and wondering what price would I want to have to back this Scunthorpe side as you say they've lost in the last four games on the bounce away from home. They've taken just two points from the last seven games overall, one win in the last 13. But Newport, we know over the last few seasons, sort of, they never blow teams away. The record at home to bottom six sides isn't outstanding. They've won nine, drawn four um, and lost, sorry, won nine, drawn nine and lost four. Of their last 22 only two of those wins have come by two or more goals so if you're needing newport to win this game by two or more goals to fully cover your bet on the minus three quarters of a goal handicap history is against you and if you throw in the pressure factor i think newport will win this game Pete. because i don't really see or haven't seen much effort from scunthorpe in recent weeks But I'm not taking them, you know, to win by two or more goals, mate. This stage of the season, that's almost form's gold.
0: Bradford-Salford next. The two teams drew last time they met at at Bradford. Um, It's all fallen apart for Bradford, really. They've lost their last four league league two matches, coming off a 2-1 defeat away at Port Vale. Home to top half sides, 1-4, drawn two, lost four. Salford, 1-2, drawn two, sorry, drawn one of their last uh, three away matches, uh, they cut off a 2-0 victory at home to Mansfield and away a at mid-table size, 1-3 drawn, one lost 6. Moretis is suggesting some good value under two and a quarter goals and that will be a bet. But as far as the match goes, I, I fancy Salford to take
1: one of those playoff places. Well, if they're going to, Pete, they're probably going to need to win here. Now, this is the Gary Bowyer Bowl. Back in February of last year, um, Bowyer was sacked in charge of Valley Parade. After a frustrating spell in charge. This is the first time he's going back um, as manager of Salford. He will want to get some revenge. Now, there's been quite a bit of player turnover at the Yorkshire club since he left, but some of the players still remain. So, not too sure in terms of their relationship with Bowyer. Not normally a well liked boss. So, I can see a little bit of impetus from the home team, but I couldn't back Bradford here with stolen money. First game of the season, Salford won 3-0. And I found an interesting, a couple of interesting stats here. In the final four games of the season, Pete, mid-third sides win 39% of games at home to top half sides. That win rate changes to 46% if you class Bradford as a bottom half side. And I think even though they sit in the mid-third and also bottom half i actually think this team and the standard of players that they have in their squad is more akin to a a bottom half side than a mid third side because if you think that covers teams in eighth and ninth and you're comparing them to the likes of salford and exeter well bradford aren't that good that win rate changes to 46 percent for the away side so an extra seven percent of value I think laying minus a quarter of a goal, all the value is with Salford here, Pete. I think they're just a little bit too short around sort of 11 to 10 to back them outright because of the pressure involved. But there's no way i will be backing Bradford. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a managerial change at Valley Parade in the summer.
0: Uh, Ch- uh, Cheltenham, Carlisle next uh, recent head-to-heads, Cheltenham 1-2 Carlisle of 1-2, at home to top half sides Cheltenham's record's good, 1-7 drawn, 3-0, lost 1-0 victory at home to Colchester, they've won 6 of their last 7 home matches they're good at home, uh, Cheltenham Carlisle away at top 6 sides not really good, 1-1 one, drawn, one lost 8, come for one old draw at home to Harrogate Carlisle drawn 4 of their last 5 League 2 matches this really is last chance saloon for them I feel they need to get something at least from this game, which I'm not sure they will. I think the value is with the home side, and it, it
1: wouldn't surprise me if they finish champions. Well, I well I hope so, Pete, because we're on them at eighteen to one <laughs> to the season, and um, I think you know as I said about Bradford drinking in the last chance saloon away at Port Vale on Saturday. I think last orders were called on Saturday night for Carlisle when they failed to beat Harrogate, and um, they fell behind. They got back to one-all, they battered Harrogate's goal, they had a a near-own goal in the final stages of the game, and I think that's really condemned them. I don't see them making five points up in three games, especially with this tough trip to Cheltenham. I was surprised this line opened just minus a quarter. Over the course of the last 24 hours, money's come for the home side, and Cheltenham have won three straight games against Carlisle, including winning 2-1 in Cumbria earlier in the season. But I'll tell you what, Pete, we do this, I do this um, This review every Saturday night and Tuesday nights after the midweek games. I, I almost should have Cheltenham missed out their opportunity cut and pasted because this is yet another situation where Cheltenham are playing on a game, on a night where Cambridge and Bolton and Morecambe aren't and so many times this season we've seen them miss out when they've had the opportunity to put the pressure on the other teams and they've let let you down. You would normally expect Cheltenham to win this game and extend this lead to four points and possibly all but wrap the title up. I don't think they will Pete, be, though, because they've continually let us down on these standalone nights. So, if I was betting this game, I'd be taking Carlisle plus a half.
0: Exeter Grimsby next. Recent head-to-heads. Interesting head-to-heads. These extra one has being one draw. Grimsby a 1-2. Uh, Exeter at home to bottom. Six sides. 1-5 drawn. Three lost. Two. Uh, Grimsby uh, away at top half our sides 1-2 drawn 1 lost 7 well Exeter uh, drew 0-0 at, at home to Newport last time they'd drawn their last three league uh, two matches 0-0 Grimsby they're coming off a 2-1 victory away at Oldham good win really they've lost just one of their last six away matches I don't see any real value in the line but you know it would not surprise me you know to see Grimsby win this game I think Scunthorpe on 47 points who are really falling
1: You know, they could be caught. Funny you should say this. I was having this very same conversation on Saturday night to a friend of mine who's connected to Scunthorpe. And I was saying, uh, did you realise that you're not mathematically safe? He goes, yes, I worked that out three weeks ago. And since then, we've not taken a single point. And momentum is a huge thing in this league. The, The thing that would concern me siding with Grimsby here, is that you mentioned that great win at Oldham that was secured from a, a fantastic solo strike late on by Jay Matete for Grimsby. That was a, a reasonably lengthy trip to Boundary Park. They've then travelled home. They've now got this very long trip down to Exeter. I don't know how they're doing it, Pete, whether they're going on game day or whether they've gone down today. Either way, in these COVID times, these long trips are difficult. It's another one of those or bust games for Grimsby. They have to win it. Found some interesting stats here with regards to the goal line, Pete. Top half versus bottom six. In the final four games of the season, 25 of the 27 games have seen at least two goals, 16 and 11 to the overs. I know there's been three goalless draws uh, in Exeter's last three league two outings, but they did win 4-1 at Grimsby. If there's an early goal in this game for either side, because they both need to win this, I think this game could really open up. So with the goal line set at two and a quarter, I'm happy to take the over.
0: Forest Green, Barrow, finally. Um, Forest Green at home's bottom. Six eyes, 1-5 draw, one loss for Cuff. A 0-0 nil, nil draw away at Crawley again. Forest Green, when you look at their position, you'd think they'd be doing better, but at least they're not losing, though. Uh, Forest Green, last six home, 1-2 two, drawn, two lost, two. They come up against the Barrow side that have lost their last three League Two matches. Again, they are starting to wobble. Come off a 1-0 defeat away at Tranmere. A recent away form, 1-3 drawn, one lost, six. My race is suggesting some slight value in over two and a quarter goals.
1: Well, for the overs, you can use those same stats as I did in the Exeter and Grimsby game. Top six against bottom six in the final four. 25 of the 27 have seen at least two goals. So, if you're looking at the the line set at two and a quarter, definitely lean towards the over from a historical perspective. Knowing how these two teams play from watching them, Barrow under Rob Kelly in the second time he's been in charge have been very pragmatic. They've got the ball as far away from their goal as possible. You know, i playing the final third of the opposition Forest Green possession style based team. They keep a lot of the ball. Now, Barrow will look to absorb a lot of the pressure. And we know that Forest Green struggle against contrasting styles. If a team are up and at them, then that causes Forest Green problems. And this is a, a long away day for Barrow. But I'll tell you what it is an opportunity for them to do. And that's, that's secure their lead two status for another season. If they get a point from this game, they will all be safe. All but mathematically safe. And then they can just wind down into the final couple of games of the season. Happy in the knowledge that they're playing lead two football next season at Hulk Street. I think they'll use this as a business trip, Pete, here. Now, a draw isn't the end of the world for Forest Green. But with Newport and Salford and Exeter all playing, those nerves could get the better of Forest Green again. Interim boss Jimmy Ball's done a decent job, but they've still won one win in their last 11. So despite them picking up points, the teams below them are catching them. The pressure's building, Pete. Are a big lean to Barrow here, plus half a goal, mainly because they can seal their fate for next season by putting in a good performance in this game.
0: I'll tell you what, what you'd say, though, about these playoffs, you know, once the playoffs are sorted, I think the top three now will go up, uh, as you said. But the um, attritional, that's the only word I can think of with these playoffs.
1: And I I think, if I'm being brutally honest, um, maybe last season, if this had been last season's Newport, I'd have looked at them and thought, you know, attritional football, last few weeks of the season... They will be the team that I'd want to back. But they've started to try, heaven forbid, try, started to try to play a bit of football, Pete. I actually think if Salford get into the playoffs, they could be the team that can get promoted because Gary Bowyer will get them playing. But it's not exactly attractive football, but who cares at this stage of the season? It's about getting the wins and the points under your belt. So if they make it in think Salford are the team to watch.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Right, uh, well, let's have a look. at. Um, I'm having one bet then this time. It's going to be um, under two and a quarter goals in the Bradford-Salford
1: game. Well, I'm going to take over two and a quarter goals in the Exeter-Grimsby game. I really think an early goal in that game, Pete. And you could see four or five go in.
0: Right, we shall be back Thursday for the Premier League uh, podcast. And uh, until then, have a good uh, Tuesday. Best of luck, everybody.